Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, as always, for checking out the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Thanks to our amazing listeners and sponsors. And as always, if you have any questions, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. Make sure to listen to our new upcoming podcast on the TAA network. One is called the Abstract Doctors Podcast with Dr. G and Dr. C. And follow us on social media under the Abstract Doctors. Also, make sure to check out One Man's Ethos Podcast with Tony Mandrich. And you can follow us at One Man's Ethos, but also check out Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandrich. And you can also look at his photographs at TonyMandrich.com. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, for information on subscription boxes and upcoming events and workshops. And do not forget to follow us on social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Super pumped today to talk with an amazing artist and an incredible person, Malcolm Blacken. Going to chat about how he became Senior Director of Player Development for the Washington football team. Also going to talk about his unique process for his artwork and how he thrives at being an artist in an athletic environment. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at Malcolm's underscore gallery. That's Malcolm's underscore gallery. Let's welcome Malcolm Blacken. There you are. Hey, hey. Let me get some um, some video. Hey, hey. You good? Yeah. How about yourself? Oh, man. Hanging in there trying to get through this this time. Yeah. Um, but we, we, we are. For the most part, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. The rules, the players are. Uh, for the most part, doing what they need to do to get back on the field. So, because you guys are you guys are full in practice mode now, right? No, 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 we're not in full. But what we are, we have the um, we have the rookies here. Yeah, we have the guys that are coming off of injured reserve here, and we have uh, all the quarterbacks here. Now, starting, let's see, today is what? Today is Saturday? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I know. Tuesday, no idea what day that is exactly. anymore. <laughs> Tuesday, everybody will be in the building um, because the vets are all coming this weekend to get their physicals, the, the veteran players. Um, they'll get physicals uh, tomorrow and Sunday, and then everybody be back in the building Tuesday as one. So the, the, we haven't been in yet. Now, we've been getting tested every day, um, yeah. the, being tested for a week. Uh, nah, probably about four or five days now. The rookies have been tested for the last eh, ten days now, so wow. they're they're running. We we get tested every day. It's unbelievable. Wow. We had a whole thing set up in our parking lot. Yeah, uh, can't come in the building until you get a test. So, wow, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's a different. I mean, it's like you said. It's like it's a completely different world right now. So, um, I mean, I think everybody obviously is hoping that this goes through because i mean you know we just the love of sports like i'm a huge baseball fan and like i just keep thinking oh man like are they gonna make it because it's you know like the almost the entire marlins team is tested positive and now 
right. think a couple people from the Phillies have tested positive and a couple people from the Cardinals, and it's just like, ugh. So it's 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 truly our worst nightmare. Yep. It is. <laughs> you know, we we constantly preach it and, and and educate our guys about it. Um and and from because they we, we're trying to get on the field, yep. you know, and, and other franchises are doing the same. Uh, the NFL has put in some serious um, rules and regulations and things that we got to do. We got to all wear these little monitor. Con- um, they call it uh, contact tracing. Yeah. Which um, one are you I using? Uh, this one is the the, the Kinox, Okay. It is. So what you do is, if I'm standing too close to a person for too long, it starts beeping. Oh wow! And they monitor that system. So if somebody ever throws a positive in the building they can go back and see who I was in contact with that day. And then we'll test all those people. So it's, it's what you got to do. Yeah. Yes. They just work off of each other, but it it makes you alert uh, to where you are. And And you you just got, you just got promoted right in January. So you're the senior, which is awesome. That's great. Congrats. Moved into a senior director position. Same stuff I'm doing. Yeah. Taking care of the players, but um, they gave me a, a little promotion, so it's, it's nice to feel appreciated after yeah. all these years of service and working <laughs> in this industry. Yeah. You know, well, we've been recording, so like we'll just keep buzzing around, like you know, through a bunch of stuff. But I, you know, like really thank you for for jumping on today because again, like I know you are like crazy busy, but you're like you to me are like the epitome of what you know we try to bring to people, the you know the abstract athlete because. You know, here's a, you played football at Virginia Tech. You have a degree in physical education, but you also have a minor in art, which is just amazing. I mean, because I like that's a difficult thing to do. Like when you're a student athlete to do art classes, like that is like really tough. And you played at a big time school, um, and you still make art and you still make amazing artwork. You actually got some really cool publicity early this year during the draft where your painting was hanging. But, you know, we're always like really proud to show your work just because I think it's it's one of those showstoppers and and people like really, you know, gravitate towards it. And I think you've come up with like with a really interesting process and, and maybe you can talk about it or, you know, you don't have to talk about the process necessarily, but like some of your, your thoughts. But uh, to me, it's like, you are like one of these guys that, uh, you know, we're just really happy to know and becoming friends with because you do preach both sides of the spectrum, like the importance of being creative and the importance of being athletic because you were a strength coach, right? For a while, for different school, like you were in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. I was a a, um, strength and conditioning coach for a long time in this profession. In college, uh, I coached at uh, George Mason University. I was at uh, University of Colorado. Um, I was a strength coach here in, in Washington, and I was also with the Detroit Lions for a long time. So that that's how, and that's what you know, paid the bills for a long time. I didn't switch over into player development until about uh, seven years ago, right. um, seven eight years ago, um, which is very gratifying in itself because I'm still helping players, even when I was doing the strength and conditioning stuff. Uh, people, people know. I just, I was here for the players. I'm here to help the players, and that's what this position is all about: yep. is being a head coach off the field and helping the players through 
great situations, uh, toxic situations and uh, situations that come up in this profession uh, and help them get to the end of uh, the beginning of their career and get to the end of their career and have some success in the middle. Um, it, it, there's a trick to it, um, but there's a lot of education involved and a lot of policies involved and, um, and you got to stay on top of these guys. Um, I do have some help in my department. Doug Williams, a Super Bowl winning quarterback here, is in my department now. I uh, have an assistant. Evan Harrington's in my department. And we work hard because, you know, when the season starts, we'll have 53 guys on the active roster and we'll have another 13, I believe, on the practice squad. Um, and, and, and those are our, our boys. Those are our sons. And we take care of those dudes and they, they trust us and know and, and that we have a relationship. We have a very special relationship with those guys uh, much different than the coaches, you know, um, a coach may only worry about if there's a tight ends coach, he may only have three players in his room. Right. And again, I just gave you the numbers that I got to kind of keep my arms around, um, not just throughout the season, but throughout the year and get to know them and build relationships. And it's, uh, it's gratifying work uh, when you see them come out the other side uh, with success attached but to it. I think you said it best because you, you are like a dad. <laughs> I mean, like you, you, I mean, really, truly, because you, you, they come to you more than they would a coach more than likely because they have that comfort, you know, like I always remember the coaches that I had that were more like the father figures than the coach coaches, because not that everybody doesn't want to win, but there's a different mentality about how people go about stuff. No, they call me uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they know I got their best interest and I won't. You know, if a problem pops, you know, we try to fix it, you yeah. know, and learn from it and move on. Now, if it's something that they've done that needs to be addressed um, from a higher standpoint than me, then we'll do it that way, too. Um, they know always they always know where I stand uh, on on anything yeah. that I'm doing. I don't hide from them. I'll tell them that I got to talk to the head coach about this subject or I'll tell them this can stay here. Um, between us and then let's fix it and you get better from it because they're you know they're young and they're growing yep. they're learning they're thrown into a league with a lot of rules and policies and they don't always know where the line in that sand is until they cross it and that's why i'm, I'm standing on the other side of that line <laughs> right <laughs> just right. so you know do you <laughs> exactly do you ever bring bring the creative side to them i mean you might get up to specific ones every every player here knows that i do art yep that's awesome uh, Every player is here. When we sign, like every draft class, you know, when I start to meet the guys at the Senior Bowl and down in Mobile, Alabama, and then we go to the Combine in, 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 in Indy, and I start to know some of these players that we may – I never may see them again because we may not draft them. But then again, we may draft some of these kids. Right. I, I don't really have a relationship with them yet, but I've met them for 10 or 15 minutes here and there throughout those two different um, scouting combines. And then what happens if we draft the guy – you know, I always uh, this year has been a little different, but yeah. I'll email them or I text them, introducing myself. I'll give them a call, tell them who I am and, and tell them I got all your social media stuff. Um, please look me up too. you know, right. and they do. They look me up. And that's when they first usually realize that I'm, I, I dabble in the arts because they'll see some of my stuff online. And then we'll let us strike a conversation up about art. And you know, I got a couple of players now that are. are, are looking into art. I want to get into art. That's awesome. So, you know, you just, again, you find ways to build relationships uh, with these guys and you find ways to, to, to keep the conversation moving. Um, it's not all football. 
Um, I will not sit here and talk to you all day about just football. I try to d- dive into their creative side. Yeah, you know, you're not just a football player to me. Goes back to I'm trying to help you become a better man. We call it the Michelangelo effect. I try to help you become a better person on and off the field um, and handle yourself. You're going to play football. Yep. We tell them that you're going to play football for such a small window of your life um, on the big picture. Um, I'm I'm concerned about what you're going to do when this comes to an end. Yep. Where are you going to be in five years? Where are you going to be in 10 years? That's the success I really want to see. We're yep. going to use this as a stepping stone uh, to really catapult you into something really special. We we use the hashtag be like Michelangelo, like yeah. the be like Mike, but be like, you know, it's because, and it's, so it's like the same, the same thought pattern. And let me know, man, like I can send you up some of our, some of our journals for the guys, yeah. if you want me to, um, you know, for the, for the left brain, right brain, you know, right sides for, for being creative. Left side is just what you did today, just to keep them, keep them, you know, creative in some ways, if you want totally. Well, they've all, they've all accepted it. I'm a little different. That's good. Uh, I'm not just a, a, a some some meathead ex coach telling them what to do. They know that I'm going to expose them to stuff, yep. um, um, and that and, and they expect that out of me because I'm trying to get them to think different. I'm trying to get them to to grow. You know, this is a time of growth yep. because they picked <laughs> they picked a pretty tough profession to make a living in. Yep. So you're going to need some off the field stuff to help you unwind, and I and I help them with that without a doubt. So. And but like that, that the the beauty of it to me is, it's coming from a guy that can probably bench press more than that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, so like you fit this role of of both sides of the brain, and and, well, and I still, and, I, you know, I, I still do it, um, not to the, the degree they do it, but I still do it and and yeah. have fun with it, and yeah. I'll go down to the weight room sometime when those guys are lifting, you know, you know I talk trash and all that. <laughs> You know, and, and it's kind of fun just yeah. because they like to see me in that environment also. Yeah. Not that, you know, because a lot of times I'm in, I'm standing in front of them and I, I'm preaching NFL po- policy. Yeah. And that yeah. gets old after a while. Yeah. It's got to be done yeah. because we yeah. can't miss anything. But that gets old. So I got to find other ways to reach these young men. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it may be lifting with them. It may be just sitting in the cold tub, on the side of the cold tub, when they're in the cold tub talking about different things. and that, And they know. I'm always in the locker room, uh, a little, probably a little too much, but I'm always in the locker room, um, just sitting in their lockers, talking to them, social distancing, please, yeah. uh, uh, of course, now, but always down there talking to the guys and making sure that they're comfortable with me, man, because they got to be, because these young men got so much coming after them, uh, after them now because, you know, they, they, they work in a sport, it's, it's entertainment. Yep. You know, there's celebrities in their hometowns and their college towns, and they got a lot of stuff coming at them, and they got to understand what's coming at them, and I help them see it. Yeah, and they're young. Like you said, they're young. Like, they're just out of college. Like, they're just starting their life in some ways. So, well, what, like, what, when you're when you're creating art, like how, like, how do you kind of go about, you know, like, I think some of the work you've done that, you know, that, I've always loved, you know, we have the the American flag one, but you've also done these like really unbelievable pieces of that are jerseys yep. that I think, you know, to me, what is really cool about those is they're portraits, but they're not, you know, they don't have like the face, but they still resonate as portraits. And I mean, is this okay. something that it's new, like in the last couple of years or how, how did that develop? I guess. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up because. I had this thought 
you know, I, I'm not a big guy that's going, if you went to my basement, you're not going to see a bunch of jerseys on the wall. I mean, I got a ton of that sign and all that. You're just not going to see that for me. That's, that's not my game. But I had this thought years ago. I was like, what if I took a jersey, an actual jersey, and, and, and just weather the jersey? I want it to look like it was dirty. I wanted it to look like it was torn. I wanted it to look like it was 100 years old. I wanted the jersey to speak for the individual who wore it. Right. Um, I did a jersey of uh, Jim Brown yep. recently for a, sh- a show that was – uh, at the Super Bowl and uh, put on fight by the NFLPA, the Players Association. The smocks and jocks. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, that jersey, when you look at it, and that's I, I've done one of Doug Williams and I've done one of Joe Montana and a bunch of other folks. But when you look at that jersey, people have told me, when I look at it and I see the number, I don't have to look at the name. Yeah. And I know it's a Jim Brown jersey but I can see his face by looking at the jersey, even though his face is not in it. Just because I've made it look like he wore it in 19, whatever years Jim Brown played. Um, And I don't have the information in front of me, but it looked like he played in a a mud bowl in that jersey. Um, And and I've been able to capture um, and bring to life uh, a a jersey that wasn't worn by Jim Brown, but I made it look like it was um, and, and added some depth and added some uh, pieces to the jersey and torn away some pieces to the jersey and weathered away some pieces to the jersey where you get the feeling when you look at it. Um, and, and that's what I try to go for where um, I just didn't want to hang a signed autographed jersey on the wall. I wanted to do some things that I hadn't done before or hadn't seen before. Yep. Um, and, and, and that's how I got into that. Coach uh, Ron Revere here, you know, played for the uh, 85 Bears and the and um, he played with Walter Payton. And I'm getting ready to do a jersey for him um, of, of Walter Payton, but he wanted me to do it like I did the Jim Brown jersey. Right. Because uh, Walter Payton was a dear friend of him. Uh, rest in peace, Walter. But yeah. was a dear friend of his. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get going on a uh, Walter Payton jersey for Coach here in a little bit. Uh, but the piece I did for, the, um, for his backdrop at the NFL draft this year, uh, was fun, you know, just when we had the old name of the team, but the, he wanted that as a logo, as a backdrop. And I was able and just had enough time. To, <laughs> I wouldn't say whip it out, but I was painting that <laughs> a pretty good clip there for a while to get it done for the show because of the, of the production involved. But that came out well. And as you know, I'm a big, I'm a big texture guy. All my, all my pieces, yep. even in the flag piece um, that you guys have, um, it, it, it has a lot of texture. Yep. Uh, again, that flag looks like it's been around forever um, and of the way I've done it and then manipulated it um, to feel that way. And that's what I try to do is bring out uh, feeling into my pieces where it kind of it kind of makes you feel um, that you know everything about that piece when you're looking at it or you know everything about Jim Brown's career when you're looking at it or you know everything about the Doug Williams uh, jersey that I'm doing uh, when you looked at it. Uh, when you're looking at it. So those are things that are important to me in my art. And I, and that's not all I do. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'll paint everything from a light ho- a lighthouse to, to portraits, you name it. Yeah. I've done it all over the times and uh, over my time. And it's whatever interests me and hold my interest. Um, and I, you know, I'm a little all over the place, scatterbrained, but at the same time, um, I love art and uh, I always will love art. And it, it, it helps me, 
calm the noise down because I got a lot of noise in my head sometimes doing this job, but it helps me calm down, relax and focus and, and give back uh, and share, share how I'm feeling, share my art and share my gift. No. And I think I like, that's, I, you just described everything that I think that we see in the work as well. It's like, there is an emotion to those pieces that extends out from the actual piece. Like it, you know, that, that grittiness, like the Jim, I haven't seen the Jim Brown in person, but I've seen it on, on Instagram and just, you can feel the emotion of it. Like you said, like it, you've created it. That makes it feels like it's a worn jersey. Like it literally is just ripped off his body that day and just put on yeah. a can. And that yeah. like those kind of things, I think you did one of Sean Taylor that I yeah. think is so poetic because obviously, you know, like, you know, again, like Sean Taylor was murdered and right. and it, there's something very poetic about it and it's very quiet like to me like so it's it's really interesting i think how in with that with that body of work how you like kind of create those and kind of give emotion um to the pieces which i think is like really you know, really cool the sean taylor piece i try to create two things um i try to create you know the end of his life was uh was chaos you know what happened was tragic um but within the piece that i created i try to show peace yep he's in a, he's in a better place now and you know there's no more suffering and i try to show all of that in one uh, uh jersey that he wore uh for washington and and a lot of people told me i captured that um and it, it was it, it it struck a chord with a lot of different people uh who knew him um, I didn't. I never met him. I wasn't working here when his career was going. I was in Detroit at the time, but I know some of his great friends, the Clinton Portises of the world, and and Santana Moss and Ken Harvey. All those guys are buddies of mine um, who who knew him um, and, and 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 had things to say about him that kind of touched me. And that's one of the reasons I did that piece. Um, and uh, it, it was it, it was it, it came out. Um, almost better than I expected. And I was able to capture what I set out to do, not what anybody else set out to do, but what I set out to do. Um, and um, that was also in a, a Super Bowl show in Miami, I believe it was, but um, didn't last very long. Someone, some collector bought it and loved it and, and understood what I was trying to capture. Yeah, now that's, that's again, I think what's really beautiful about that body of work is you you are taking the time to like really digest who the person is and it's coming out and it's just a Jersey, you know, but like you're creating that space, that emotion of about who that person was and or is. And I, I just think it's like a really strong body of work, you know? So well, it, it's, I, I appreciate it. Um, that won't be the first or the last Jersey yeah. I do. I got a whole, I've been told, why don't you do, uh, one for every uh, inductee Hall of Fame classes moving forward. And I'm like, ah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I don't know if I got that kind everybody, of time. Everybody always has these great ideas when it's a lot exactly. of work. I still have a full-time job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so, more than full-time. Right, right. Remember the 70-some players I just told you about? Yeah. Uh, so I still have a full-time job. <laughs> and, and maybe one day my career will get to that point where I – I can sit on my porch and, and, and create jerseys for memorabilia shops all over the world. Right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Wanted to take a quick second, make sure to check out 
Malcolm's incredible art on Instagram at Malcolm's underscore gallery. Make sure again to listen to our upcoming podcast on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. Follow us at theabstractdoctors.com and on social media under The Abstract Doctors and One Man's Ethos Podcast with Tony Mandrich, which you can follow on Instagram at One Man's Ethos and also check out Tony's work at tonymandrich.com. Now back to Malcolm. You know, you mentioned, you know, Ron Rivera is a new coach for Washington. And he does seem like he's he's into this idea of creativity as as a beneficial or he's least into it. Like he's he's commissioned you to do multiple pieces now. Like and I think that that's actually having somebody that has that interest because I do think it's beneficial to players and you do as well. And I think that that infusion of that, you know, could be like a, a really cool way for the for the team to come together and, and do different things that way well i think what happens was because i'm a holdover coach i, yep. I didn't come in with him right he 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 started reading the bios yep. of, of who's here um from the old staff and he i think he must have got to me and, and, and saw that i did art and probably found some of my stuff somehow and so when the first time he came in my office and met with me we we didn't even talk about football we talked about art that's awesome now me, I love that because that's a great icebreaker for me. I'm like, is he coming in to boot me out of here? Yeah. I don't know. But he came in and we started talking about art and he has a he has a love for art and uh has some great pieces in his house because when I went over to his, his new home to set up for the super uh the NFL combine, he has some beautiful stuff. Um and uh I he, he has a real true appreciation um for artwork. Um and that that helps me. Yeah, um, that, that you know that that gives us something to talk about. Uh, but he 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 loves the stuff, and uh, but I'm I, it's gonna be fun working with him, um, off away from football with that type of thing. We're so intertwined in this football thing that's gonna happen because that's just what we do. Yeah. But it's kind of refreshing that he can step away and see the other side of creativity uh, from his one of his staff members. And it probably makes sense that he sees that the, the connection you have with players, through, not just football, but with art and life. And like, all, like you said, all those things are kind of intertwined. Yeah, it's important. Again, it's important. As I, you know, I got a son, I got a 19-year-old son of my own. Yep. And he sees me, you know, interacting with these guys. And, yep. and it's the same thing at home for him. But and he's a, he's a lacrosse player. Didn't you tell me that once? Yeah, he's a lacrosse yeah. player, and he's got a summer internship. He's working with me this summer. Oh, cool. So, yeah, he's working down in the equipment room. Um, <laughs> he, he He's never known work like that before. But uh, <laughs> guys working 12 hours a day, and they're like, man, he comes home beat. Yep. But, but it's good for him. Yep. I was like, yeah, your dad's been doing that for 24 years, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you now you know how it is. Welcome to it. it now. <laughs> well yeah. who like who are some of the people that are and this can be artists they can this can be athletes this can be musicians but that are like I, I don't i use the word hero but like people you looked up to um and maybe it is artists but i don't like you know it can be football players or i mean it can be any any athlete i guess but who are like the the the, the mentors of you like, well, did you, you were know, you at v, were you at tech when with um, Beamer was he there when you were there? Yeah, okay, I was, I was. 
Um, but I didn't grow. I didn't feel like I grew as a man until I, I was, I was, I was gone from Virginia Tech. But the most I grew is when I met a. I got hired in 2001 um, by a guy named Matt Millen. Oh um, yeah. Who was an ex Raider, yep. ex Redskin player, but he was the new team president for the Detroit Lions, who hired me um, as one of his strength coaches. Well, that's not where the story begins or stops or begins, but we became friends. And Matt is one of the most well-rounded people I've ever met um, just because he, he he's a football commentator now, but uh, he, we used to work out together after the team was done. He and I would work out three to four, five days a week uh, in the weight room. And that's where the relationship really took, took off because he could teach me or he taught me just how to just, it's okay. Cause I thought back then y'all, you, you had to be all football. Right. No, Matt never, Matt was the team president. He rarely ever talked about football. He always talked about family, um, things off the field. Uh, and that's when I really started to like, you know what? It might be okay to show. I like art. It might be okay to talk about. I like art. It may be okay to talk about. I like other things other than football. Love football. Don't get me wrong. It's been yeah. a part of my life since I was seven years old. Um, but it's okay to look at other stuff, talk about other stuff, and be a part of other stuff. And he was the best at it. And, uh, and and until this day, a good friend of mine, one of the most influential people um, in my professional life, Matt Miller, without a doubt. Oh no, that's and and that's cool because it, that's like speaking the more than an athlete thing, and like which what I think that you're bringing to your players. It's like again. <clears throat> What is the what is the time that they say that a football player, a pro football player, lasts is like two years or whatever? That's yeah, it's almost up to uh, almost just shy of four years. Yeah, and and I, like I think you being able to bring that with passion is important because right. four years is nothing, and then all of no. a sudden, then then what? So then what, were you right. were you in Detroit when uh, Spielman was there? Uh, no, but I, I, I met him a couple of times because he was uh, he was finishing up as, as I was coming. I think he, he, he retired in 2000 or 99 mm -hmm. and I came in in 2001. Yeah. His brother actually was my my uh, strength and conditioning coach at Ohio State. So, Is that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chris used to come in there every once in a while. But he actually Chris now lives in my hometown, uh, like a suburb of Columbus. So I'm actually trying to get him on the podcast because I just did a podcast with uh, – the Ohio State's wrestling coach. So we're trying to get Chris on just because he did so many really good things as well in the community, like just a good, a good dude. But that guy was, you know, like he was an assassin on the field. Oh, really was. Yeah. Ball, so. yeah. Serious linebacker, man. Good play. <laughs> yeah. So what, um, like thinking about like your, like you said, you're, you're, this is your full-time job, what you're doing with Washington, but you, you are an artist and you're like really good at it. I mean, it's, and do you ever think about like, you know, we obviously put you into shows and I know you do like different things here and there, but is it something that you do think about trying to have shows in the future? You know, maybe in the summer when it's a little slower in terms absolutely. of absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I do the one show a year. Yep. By the uh, NFLPA. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to do more. Um, 
I will never retire, even though one day they may say, okay, Malcolm, enough, we'll see you around the block. But right. um, I will never stop doing my art. Um, yeah. So I will never retire. I will always be a part of me. We'll always do it as long as I'm able. Um, I do need to get myself out there. Um, my daughter is constantly beating me over the head about it. <laughs> um, and that next step needs to be taken. Um, and I know that. Uh, because she just knows that I want to do this. Um, almost, I, I have a passion that I could do this full time and never feel like I work yep. uh, a, a minute of the day. Just because it's 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 what I do is part of me is how I do it, and it, it never stresses me out. Um, you know, and and that's what it is. And I, even when I do a, a a painting for someone or a commission, uh, there's no can you get it done by mm, no 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 I can't do it that way. Right. I, just I'll get it done, but I, I don't like, I don't like deadlines. Um, <laughs> but I do know, and you and I talked about this. I do know I got to get into print at some point. Yep. Um, and, and, and that's and something that's, I'm going to still help you with. Like, cause yep. we can definitely do that. It scares me. I don't know why it scares me, but I know I got to do that. Um, just, I just know I got to do that. And then that's something that um, I'm going to get through this COVID-19 piece with this football team in this season. And then next year, that's going to be one of my main focuses is to produce uh, a piece or two and put it into print and, and see how, how, how it happens, how, how it goes from there. I, even, I, I was going to say, even, I even think those Jersey pieces as prints work, you know? Wow. And the thing is, you know, that somebody does, I think I was on the podcast I was just recording yesterday. Uh, said it kind of perfectly. It's like, you know, with, with actual artworks like paintings or the works that you're doing with the jerseys and the flags and stuff like those are, you know, they're more expensive pieces and rightfully so, but prints like people that can't afford those can actually buy the prints and there's still limited editions. And there's still, I, I think that the, those, cause again, like the, the things with what, like I said about the jerseys, they create this emotion and we immediately know whose they are. And it like, you feel like you have a piece of that person. And that's, that's pretty intense to be able to do that as an art piece to me. I mean, you know, so like that's, and I think it would work as a print. No, again, I, I, I have no experience in print and I, yep. and I know with the texture of the pieces, yes, it possibly could carry over and we do and we, do limited editions and, yep. and sign them and maybe that's the way but um i for sure gotta get going stay on my butt would you please <laughs> done and done I and told i know you I'm a i know, I know people I I, too much going yeah i got so many moving parts well tell maya you know, tell maya to contact me because i actually know i i taught students that know her like there it's, like there's there's overlap so we'll we'll, we'll we'll tag team so <laughs> you got it i so, will do so well, uh, that's I will make a promise to you. We are going to get at least one or two pieces yeah. in print and see how it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, totally. Well, I know you're busy and you know, like we'll, we'll, like we'll start wrapping up cause I know you got like stuff going on, but like usually we always try to end these like in, in ways that are a little bit fun, but you're obviously you've traveled around, around a lot um, with, with football and stuff. Like what is like one of your like favorite cities that you that you've been to and maybe even in that we always ask for food recommendations it doesn't have to be the same city but um like because you've like you're you know pretty well traveled what's my favorite city yeah 
Like Chicago, <laughs> Chicago, Chicago, hands down. <laughs> favorite favorite restaurant, Gibson Steakhouse, there Chicago. Hands down. <laughs> favorite bar, Tavern on Rush in Chicago, Chicago hands down. down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like mic drop done. Easy. That's easy. What else you got? <laughs> I no, I like that. That's great. So yeah. yeah, that's my spot, man. Well, who, like, spot. but who like you know you mentioned Matt Millen as as like kind of a mentor, but who who are some artists that you that you like? Like do you, God, don't, I don't know. I, that's it. I'm so all over the place. Yeah. I look at so much stuff on Pinterest and, and yeah. Instagram. It's nuts. Yeah. I'm all over the place. Yeah. I love people that you've never heard of. I don't. Yeah. I've never heard of them, but they may spend one painting out there, and I'm like, oh my god, I love that. Yeah. And that's that's how I am, man. I, I've always been able to wrap my arms around different artists and different sculptors and and just. Did you look at anybody like when you were in school, like that that kind of you gravitated towards, like? You know, I this is gonna sound so cliche, but I love Picasso yeah. early on. You know, I because I I knew he could do an array of different types of artwork. Um, I loved uh, I loved uh, who else? I loved uh, Salvador Dali in 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 the forms more so than the color, just the way he could see form um, and 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 put it on canvas. Um, I'm you just actually sorry. just did a piece that I think was the one you auctioned off that had a, a Picasso kind of a feel to it, but way more, way more vibrant. Like I loved. Yeah, that was more of a David Shuler's um, form. But yeah, I auctioned that off to a, a, a nonprofit up in uh, Michigan yeah. that my sister-in-law runs. And uh, that, that was really fun to do for her. Um, and it, it really it was really fun. It's called Provide Inc. She does a lot of uh, provisions for um, homeless shelters and women in need um, in Michigan. So fun to do. Provide Inc. Okay. Provide Inc. Okay. Um, sorry, I wanted to write that down so I can look I'll, it up. I'll, I'll text it to you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you like? This year is going to be different, obviously. And, and so I, I assume that that's like taking up like a huge part of your time to like prepare for the unexpected almost. Is that, is that an, a way to say like how you guys we are? We're not living day by day, but yeah. we are living, we are living, we can't create a bubble with these types of numbers like the NBA did. Yep. But we're living in our own little bubble and we're trying to educate our guys about you know, social distancing and wearing a mask and, and just being safe when they're not here. Here, this place is spotless. Yep. Like I said, it. I get I park my car in the morning. I go get tested. I come to the building. I got to answer five questions. Uh, they take my temperature and I do a face scan. Then I walk in and then I get my tracing mechanism. That's all before I get to my desk. Yeah. Every player that steps foot in this build, building every day has to do the same thing. So we've created an environment here that is as safe and as clean as possible. Every time a group leaves the waiting room, the waiting room, the wait room, <laughs> um, it gets clean before the next group comes in. Yep. Uh, we have two. We had to build an additional locker room um, because we can only have forty guys in our locker room. So we had to get a, another one. So we're doing things um, to keep everybody safe as possible. Right. Trust me, as football coaches, nobody 
in the world puts as much time as we do in this sport. So you better believe we want this season to, to happen more than anybody. Yeah, We do. Yeah. Uh, players and coaches uh, more so than everybody else. Uh, just because we're here all year working the 10 to 12 hour days to put this thing together um, to go out to try to win on Sunday at one o'clock. So uh, we do everything we can every step. Um, and it's, it's, it's coming slowly, but it's going to get there. Hopefully um, Lord's willing. And it's, uh, it's a lot of steps. I yep. to, too many to list here, but there's a lot of steps and hopefully we get there. I don't know if I'm answering your question or not, but hopefully we'll <laughs> yeah. get there. And uh, cause now I'm, I got, I got a training staff meeting downstairs and another staff meeting at one, uh, but all for safety reasons, you know, yeah. how we can improve it. Cause we evaluate it daily. How can yeah. we make it better? Yeah. How can we make the day better than yesterday? How can we make tomorrow better than today? And that's what we all constantly do here, you know? And, yeah. uh, and, and that Which helps. takes away from the football, but it, I mean, it has to be done, obviously. But it's, it's we got time. Yeah. We got time to zero back into football and focus on football. We yeah. got time. We just got to work out the kinks, yeah. all the little kinks. Yeah. Well, I, like maybe the the one last thing that you know we you, that to talk about, and because I think it is a pretty cool thing that you've been doing, and you've mentioned it a couple times, um, called smocks and jocks. Um, I, how I long, that name, by the way. I don't like it either, but I, I like, I the, like the, that name. don't tell the NFL, I, I <laughs> but I do think that it's, it is a cool thing that they do do that again, like kind of showing that, you know, like what we do that the athletics and the arts and kind of smashing it together and kind of, again, like promoting the people that, you know, how many times you've said you've done it at least five times promoting uh, like, i've probably done it now eight times okay yeah but it's promoting like you know again like the more than an athlete thing um oh, yeah. and and i you know like one of the things that you and i have talked about is that 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 we've kind of started is you know bringing exhibitions to stadiums and to arenas and and doing that game day because again it changes the experience of you know, going to a game, like going like to, you know, football game. And then here's, here's these walls. And then here's an artwork by Malcolm Black. And, and it's like, Oh, he's, he's the, you know, per, player personnel guy. And, and, and like that to me, like it just changes the way that people see how people operate. And I think that you like really do such a good job of that because like you're engaged not only with the players, but you're engaged outside with this, the smocks and jocks and, and, and doing different things on social media. And like, you know, we're obviously super happy that we get to work together because you have a great voice and, and, and the work's great. And I don't know if that's a question, but, <laughs> or a comment or whatever. Um, yeah. But I, the, the smocks and jocks thing, I, you know, again, while we both don't like the name, I do think it is, it's a cool thing that the NFL does do. I think it really, it really is. They have a, they they invite some really cool people to this to the to the event, um, and it, it's 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 well done really. Uh, we we uh, uh, um, they have they have gotten better every single year that they put this event on that I've been a part of it. Right. Um, and and I I'm I am just thrilled um, that they do it every year and they get a great turnout. 
Um, and then we get a chance, if we do sell a piece, we get a chance to donate some money back to the NFLPA um, to help with their retirement plans for the older guys yep. that are having some, you know, medical issues and problems now. I just, I, that, I love doing that. And, and, Absolutely. and helping, helping out people who play this game and, and paved the way for me to sit in a seat and talk to you lovely folks and, uh, and, 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 and have a professional organization behind my name who's done nothing but support my art, to be yeah. honest with you. And uh, that's been pretty cool, too. So um, I'm all for it. We promote it. Hopefully one day I'll take that over. If my buddy Andre ever gives it up at the league, at the NFLPA, <laughs> I have to run smocks and jocks, and then we'll change the name. But, <laughs> you know, right. um, but so many different things we could call that. But anyway. It's a great event, um, and um, I don't even know where the Super Bowl is this year. Miami, maybe it's back in Miami. I'm not quite sure. Is it Vegas? Maybe Vegas. I don't know. It might be anyway, Vegas. I'm excited about having. If it goes on in February, I'm excited about having some more pieces in the show. Yep. Well, is there anything that that we didn't talk about? Like I feel like we talked about a little bit, and so this is something we can obviously get you back on um, at, at a later date too, and it might be fun to get get somebody you know another football guy that's an artist on and like having that dialogue um right. we're actually starting um a podcast with uh tony mandrich soon um who's i remember an, reading about him in sports illustrated he's an incredible photographer yeah so, um but is there anything like that you like um that you want to talk about like that well that, that we I'll missed tell, you, I, tell your listeners or whoever gets to see this in the future yeah um Keep posting um, about, hey, Malcolm, get your stuff into print. Help me. Force me. Make me. <laughs> make me do it. So I'll do it, you know, because my daughter's getting frustrated with me. But I'll, make me I'll, I'll stay on. You know I will, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you know, so every time I look at Abstract I'm, Athlete, have something on there about making me get into print. I'm, I'm going to drive up to Washington right now. And, <laughs> so, um, oh, man. Well, dude, but, I, like, again, like, I really, um, you know, A, we appreciate that we get to work with you because you're you're such a great dude in, in general um, and, and a great artist. And and so it's just like it's really fun. Um, like I said I, earlier, I wish you guys were down here so we could go out, have uh, a coffee and, and shoot no, the shit, man. you know, and go to that event we went to last year. Um, exactly. Great event. But but we'll you know, we'll that stuff will come back and um, but we'll be in touch. And I'll let you know when this is out. Um, and um, just keep keep doing what you're doing, man. Because, again, like, we're just excited to see it. Like, every time you put something up that's new, it's just like, wow. Look, you know, right. like this guy. Um, and it's just fun. Like, for me, it's just fun to learn um, learn new things. about, Like the Matt Millen story. That's like, that's fun to learn that this is a guy that really kind of pushed you to be something beyond this, you know. That's cool. That's my buddy. So that's my buddy, and uh, he's recovering from a heart transplant. Yep. yep. And uh, and I tell you what, buddy, when he when I got the news that that was successful two years ago, Christmas best Christmas I've ever had. Yep. Um, so, um, but that being said, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I will be in touch. Yeah, and, and I'll uh, we'll like I, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick your brain on some other like. You know, maybe it would be cool to have you and Matt Millen on here, like having a discussion that like that might be like cool. But um, like, yeah, some other some other people, like even through the smocks and jocks that you can think of that we could reach out to would be um, really cool. 
Okay. Uh, so I'm sure there's people around. We're just like we're compiling a bunch of people um, here and and getting some good good traction and stuff's definitely starting to take off, which is really cool. So okay. we thank you, man. Good deal. All right. Well, have have good meetings today. Keep cranking away. I'm gonna right. stay on you. Please. <laughs> All right. All right, brother. Be well. Take care, brother. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Malcolm for jumping on the podcast today, especially during this real busy time for him. It was really so cool to hear his stories about how his art developed and and really how his work inspires. Again, make sure to follow him on Instagram at Malcolm's underscore gallery. Make sure again to listen to our upcoming podcast on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. Follow us at the Abstract doctors.com and on social media under the abstract doctors and the one man's ethos podcast with tony mandrich which you can find on instagram on one man's ethos and check out tony's work at tonymandrich.com and on instagram at tony mandrich thanks for listening to the abstract athlete podcast stop by our website theabstractathlete.com and our social media outlets for future events pop-up exhibits podcasts and other information including daily creative training journals and subscription boxes see you next time when we talk with bmxer photographer videographer entrepreneur educator and all-around epic dude dean dickinson Thanks as always, and do not forget to exercise the body, and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there.